Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. All right, today I am speaking with Scott Dennis, who is Pioneer Technical Services Manager of Forage Additives. And our topic today, we're going to be talking about silage heat. Scott, why don't you first start by telling me where does silage heat come from? This is a good question. I'm going to kind of back up a little bit. So one of the common things that happens to me when I'm on the farm, a producer will say, you told me that your inoculant would keep my silage cool and it's 80 degrees. And we're standing out in front of the bunker and it might be 50 degrees. So we have to step back again and say, okay, there's two types of heat in that silo. It's either going to come from physiological heat or microbial heat. And what he's concerned about is the microbial heat. So before we can talk about microbial heat, let's talk about physiological heat. That's the temperature of the silage when you put it up. So if you put up that silage when it's 100 degrees out, that silo is going to be 100 degrees and then slowly cool. If it's 40 degrees, it's going to be 40 degrees. So you have no control over that. Uh, Silage is mostly water between 60%, 70% water, and water is an excellent heat sink. So that's going to hold on to that temperature. The more, the larger the, the structure, the longer it's going to hold that temperature. So what we try to do with inoculants and good management is keep that silage from heating 10 to 15 degrees over the ambient temperature at the time of ensiling. And where this heat is coming from is from the action of the, the, the microbes on the silage at the time of ensiling and from respiration, which is going on from the plant enzymes. Now, microbial heat can come at the front end, like I just mentioned, and it's from the aerobic organisms. That's a key point that you're, when there's oxygen present, the bacteria that grow will produce a lot of heat. During feed-out or on the face of that silo, oxygen is present, so the organisms that can use oxygen will start growing again, and they can generate tremendous amounts of heat. So two types of heat, one from microbial activity, one from the, the, the temperature at the time of ensiling. How do you measure uh, silage heat? The easiest method is just have a thermometer. A big, big tool that we're using now is infrared cameras, so we can actually measure the whole face, and we can see visually the different temperatures. But that's not practical for the average producer. So what I recommend doing for telling, you know, is it physiological or is it microbial, is to just knock down some of that silage from the face and let it sit for an hour. If it's physiological heat, that heat will dissipate into the air, and that silage will still be cool. If it's coming from microbial action, it will actually get hotter. So you can either just touch it or put a thermometer in that. So that's a quick and easy way. Let's talk about how producers can prevent or manage their heat problems, especially when they're determining what type of inoculant to select. So the key to preventing the heating on the back end, which is what they're really concerned about, is to prevent the the, the growth of the yeast population because they're the bad guys because they like to use lactic acid for energy. So to them, it's candy. So as they grow and use up the lactic acid, the pH of that silage will go up. Now the molds can grow. So they're always there, but they can't grow because of the pH. So once the pH gets high, they take off and really generate high temperatures. So I like to say, 
you're converting that silage into compost. That's what these microbial populations are due. So if you can retard or prevent the action of the yeast, you're not going to get the molds. So the best way to do that is to use uh, L-lactobacillus butyneri, which will prevent the growth of the, of the, the yeast in the silage so they don't use the lactic acid and hence no mold growth. So that's a very effective uh, method for controlling. On the front end, it goes back to good management. You know, chop right, right moisture, pack densely, and a, and a good inoculant, a fermentation uh, strains like Lactobacillus plantarum, intercoxi, fecium, will lower that pH very rapidly and reduce the heating on the front end. So it's a front end, back end. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at WorldDairyDiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.